You're listening to SBS News. How important are libraries to Australians? Public Libraries Victoria Network needs to answer this exact question as it calls for more community support and state funding to the sector. Network spokesman Chris Buckingham says greater state involvement will help provide better resources for established and new communities in Victoria. Victoria welcomes nearly 3,000 new residents each week. Um, Our operational funding from state government is tied to CPI. And what that means is that those, particularly those um, library services that are serving growing communities, new communities, communities with complex needs, um, funding is not keeping up with demand. So we certainly need um, state government to look at the operational funding it provides to public libraries and link it to both CPI and population growth. Public libraries in Victoria attract more than 30 million visits a year and 15,000 children in the state go to a library every week for early literacy programs. Mr Buckingham says more funding could help make these programs even better. We're after um, support for specific programs that address early literacy and obviously then help children prepare better for school. And we're also wanting state government to support us with the delivery of STEAM programs, so programs built around science, technology, engineering, arts and mathematics. So we do a lot of informal learning uh, style programs within our libraries and we're seeking support. We've got the resources, we've got the expertise um, in terms of the people. What we need is just a bit more money to help us start with the program delivery. Victoria has a Living Libraries program which provides grants from anywhere between $10,000 and $750,000 to local councils to upgrade library infrastructure. Research commissioned by local government Victoria also shows the Victorian state government's support for public libraries per capita is higher at $7.94 than it is in New South Wales and Queensland. But President of the Australian Local Government Association, David O'Loughlin, says funding agreements between state and local governments need to be better. In my home state of South Australia, the government used to fund uh, libraries 50-50 with councils. So that has diminished over the years to 90-10, or less than 10% from the state government. Uh, that's very disappointing, that trend, because it means that local ratepayers have to pick up more of the bill. It means our rates go up higher than CPI just to stand still very hard to explain to communities that the facilities that they love is leading to higher rates for them than CPI. Mr O'Loughlin says councils will always prioritise libraries because of their importance to the community. We would like to recover those partnerships to restore them to a 50-50 or better funding relationship. Unfortunately, that's not always the case, uh, but uh, we would dearly love to get back to a true partnership with state government about how we connect uh, and communicate and educate our communities. Um, Libraries are a powerful interaction tool between governments and community uh, and they should be seen as as that not just by local government but by state governments as well. The Ethnic Communities Council of Victoria runs a series of events in libraries including bilingual book launches and policy development sessions. ECCV Chair Chris Pavlidis says libraries are integral to the lives of many new migrants. When we're trying to assist people who are new settlers in the community and particularly people whose first language isn't English, the library is an excellent starting point uh, because they often um, are sensitive and aware of the uh, English language uh, uh, fluency or not of particular community groups who are settling, but very importantly they often will carry uh, languages other than English and languages that are directly relevant to that particular new group or new and emerging community that is settling in that particular vicinity. Clem Gillings directs community services at Maribyrnong City Council in Melbourne's West, where 40% of residents are born overseas. 
Miss Skilling says there are books, magazines and DVDs available at their libraries in different languages, as well as a range of diverse programs. We run things like conversation cafes, which are like informal language tuition uh, opportunities for people who are just settling uh, into in, into Maribyrnong and, and need some assistance with with local um, you know acquiring um, English language and and you know being able to interact in the community comfortably. One of the libraries in the Maribyrnong City Council District is Footscray Library. That centre also runs programs including internet training and mobile phone assistance classes a couple of times a month. Miss Gilling says the services are a great environment for all, but especially for older Australians. They really appreciate being able to come and sit in a pretty, you know, um, low-key, non-threatening sort of group environment, and 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 have individual sort of tuition on how to how to come to groups with using you know new technology because so many of them are having to interact with both council but also other other entities and businesses on on the basis of you know using digital devices. Gary Starr, manager of libraries and community at Canterbury Bankstown Council in Sydney's southwest, says the centres in his region would welcome funding from the state government. Historically, um, ratepayers have been the ones who have been the major provider of library services funding support. I think that if the commitment made by um, governments, state government level in the future. Um, their, their commitment to wanting to further fund libraries can only bring about a better outcome for all public libraries. Nearly half of Canterbury Bankstown's residents were born in non-English speaking countries and Mr Starr says the city's libraries are inclusive places. We've developed programs taken into consideration that for many of our community English is not their first language. So we have a very targeted program to connect with mothers and babies so that we can enable them to learn through literacy, you know, reading books and the like as mother and child. This then enables them to um, be more active in the primary school area. 22-year-old student Farah Al-Dib is a member of the Bankstown Library. She says her whole family uses the facility. I know that they, my grandmother and my aunties like to just browse the Arabic section, but they don't um, sit there for as long. They, um, you know, they, they get what they want and then they leave. But I, my cousins and stuff, they're all my age and we all go there after school to study, especially during HSC. Peter Kearns is a retiree in Sydney's southwest who has used Canterbury Bankstown's libraries his whole life. He and his wife frequently take their grandchildren along so they too can develop a love of reading. They have a story time and craft and uh, that was a way of, in, of, in, of introducing a love of reading and a love of books. And uh, my idea is to uh, smother them in the books. <laughs> so they see that there is uh, fun things and fun things and stories to read. The ECCV's Chris Pavlidis says libraries will continue to be important, especially for new migrants. Often the first language barrier is a linguistic one and if we can disseminate information to people, it's a first step towards effective settlement and empowerment, if you like. So when we have information about, you know, what's going on around us, um, uh, question, answers to questions we might have, uh, we start to feel a little bit more comfortable about our environment. Tara Cozzoletto, SBS News. If you enjoyed this, you can find more SBS features on our website, or from your favourite podcaster like iTunes, Spotify, Acast, Stitcher or Wooshka.